Hey, everybody, and welcome to Logos Uncovered. I'm Doug Brown, your host, joined by my tag team partner, Andrew Whitman, the warrior monk of GetWarriorTough.com. What is going on, dude? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. You know, it's always a good day when I'm around you, man. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't know, our day's a little bit different from kind of when we're recording, but uh, Thursday, right? Yeah, it is Thursday. We survived whatever this hurricane, tropical storm, I don't even know what that thing. was. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little, yeah. little windy, but we're here. Um, so hope everybody out there is doing great. Um, we are uh, kind of moving through season three. We've been going over starting the the whole concept of this season has been the topic of of walking walking with God or walking with the Lord. Um, as we've discussed many times, that's a very religious like term, which is kind of why we picked it. Um, but our intent was to, you know, kind of de-religious, uh, de-religiousize, de-religiousize. <laughs> Is that a word? It is now. It is, now. Uh, is make it real, make it practical. Like, what do we, how, how do we do this thing and, and what's involved? And, and you know, um, we get a question from a listener, which we get a bunch of questions, and, and we appreciate that. If you have questions on, on stuff we've covered recently or in the past, hit us up at logosuncovered at gmail.com. But one of the questions was like, you know, people that claim to, oh, I know Jesus. I was like, well, hell yeah, man, here in the South, everybody knows Jesus. But like, you know, do you know know him? Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, it's like, says I know, you know. It's like I know like, the guy down the street, right? But I don't right. really like. We don't hang out. Yeah, it's like I know Brad Pitt. Now I know who he is, but right. I don't know Brad Pitt, right? So yeah, it's kind of same thing. But um, yeah, there. I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, it says in James that you know either the, the, the demons believe and they tremble. So congratulations, you believe in God. There's a God. Congratulations, right. you believe in Jesus. And it was funny because in Jesus' ministry. Every time he walked up to like a demon possessed person, they're like, "We know who you are. You're the Messiah, the Son." Of-. He's like, "Hey, zip it! Yeah. Stop telling anybody." You know, it's like they knew who he was. It didn't change their choice any. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could say you know, but that that, that doesn't really mean that you're born again or not. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and we've talked about the last episode. You know, with looking at these nine things in in Second uh, Peter, um, the whole idea of this walk is to grow. And part of that growth process is just like a physical growth process. You learn, you, you start as a baby and you're lying on the floor and then you can kind of rock a little bit and right. you can roll over and then you can kind of crawl and then you can cruise on the furniture. And yes. Then, you know. and let me say about this, that my kids know me better now that they're adults <laughs> Yeah. than they did when they were two and right. three and five and 10, even when they were like middle schoolers. Right. Now that, you know, I got the one that's graduated college, one's about to graduate college, one's about to start college. Um, they all know me, know me, but they would all say that they know me even when they were two, three, like I'd walk in, you know, my puppy knows me too, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but that the, my puppy knows you. That's right. right. But that doesn't and my mean, puppy knows your puppy when she you're, smells you're, him on right. me when I get home. But that, that has nothing <laughs> to do with do I'm in my living a victorious life. You know, do I have eternal life? Right. Zoe perpetual, instantly, constantly renewed Zoe life of God that get, that Jesus promised us when we believe on him. Right, that doesn't mean I'm a new creature just because I have mental ascent. And I, I think we we do. We talked about mental yeah. ascent, kind of the difference faith and and acknowledgement, belief, acknowledgement, right. acknowledging yeah, the moon's that, there. Right, yeah, I, you know, I'm not going to argue. Or like that. you know, simple. We could probably agree. There's like the 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 mental ascent, the belief that oh yeah, I believe in a higher power. Congratulations. Right. Versus no, I have actual like I can back up with my actions. My my belief right. and my faith. And now let's what, say and, this kind of like talk about this real quick uh, because 
when people, because I have a lot of people, you know, once saved, always saved, you know, and, and uh, you know, if you, what if you sin? Does that mean, you know, and you continually sin? If you're practicing sinning, right, right are you saved? Well, no, because the word saved means physically rescued, right? Saved is not, that's not born again. It's two different things, right? I and, keep and saying this. We do, and we're going to keep probably keep saying it. Yeah. We have new people that join all the time, and, yeah. and, and, and that's great. Um those two things have been rolled into one. Yes, and they're not. They're completely two separate things. Right. It, Jesus, what he talks about, it just from my memory. Right. And so in John he chapter talks three, more about being born again. Right. He talks about, in John chapter three. Remember, Nicodemus came to him and yeah. Jesus said, "Hey, look, you have to be. If you're not born again, you're not going to see the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God." Right. So, and then. And Dick and Jesus is like, what can I, I'm old. Can I go back in my mother's womb? And he's like, listen, knucklehead, right? You got to be born of the flesh. And that means you're a human being, right? And then you died spiritually because sin came through Adam. And then you got to be, believe on Jesus. Then you'll get born the second time. Your, your spirit will be reborn, if you will. And now you have eternal perpetual life. When you believe on me, you get that second birth which is your spirit, right? So remember remember all the way back from, what was it, the season when we're talking about Adam, he ate the fruit, yeah. and then sin came. He died, died, right? He died spiritually because he was created a three-part being. Right. When he, he disobeyed God, he became a two-part being, body and soul. The human race had now been a two-part being all the way till Jesus was born with the virgin birth. He was the first one. That it says firstborn from the dead, right? He has the whole three parts again. Mm-hmm. He has his spirit is alive, and then he doesn't commit sin, and he is perfect, so his spirit never dies. And then because he became our sin and our sacrifice on the cross, right, now we believe on that sacrifice, that substitutionary sacrifice that he made. Now my spirit can come back alive again, and, and the Holy Spirit comes and recreates it. Now, if you are born again, you know you're born again. Just it's, like you know you're born physically. Just right? like you know you're born physically. No one could tell me I'm a Martian, right? I'm, I, I know I'm, I've been, I, I was, I don't remember being there. Do you remember your birth? No. Right. And so you may not remember when you got born spiritually. People are like, well, if you don't know the exact time, I don't know the exact time that I was born physically, right? I do happen to remember the, the time where I was born spiritually, but you don't have to remember that. Just like right. I don't remember when I was born physically. But I know that I know that I was born and I'm here. Just like I know that I know that I was born spiritually. Because mm-hmm. it says that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children, the offspring of God. Well, and to pause real quick on that, because I know where you're going, there's a difference between being a spiritually born child of God and somebody who just recited a prayer that somebody told them to say, that right. basically ends in Jesus, will you come into my heart and take away yeah, my sin? Just because you said the quote sinner's prayer. So that we, doesn't mean you believed. Right. That that's just you said some words and and maybe you believed at that time. But like we talked about in the last episode, right. be being be, be, be being believing is the state of Correct. just like, okay, I breathed yesterday. You got to keep I breathing. I better have breathed more than once. Yes, and you better keep you breathing to, today if you want. It's continual continu- state. Be being, believing. Correct. So we're talking about being in this continual state of 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 faith of of being in the state of believing constantly. And at no time since I believed on Jesus did I ever stop believing on Jesus. Right, and it also doesn't mean I have to get up every morning and and say a prayer say to, a to say prayer again. Right. It, no, I know if you believe it. I just like I believe that I was born. At no time did right. I ever in my life stop believing that I was born. Right. <laughs> Physically that I'm not here on the planet. 
I, I, it's not like work. You know, it's not something that I gin up. Right. Yeah. And, and so when people, if they, you know, once saved, always saved. Well, no. Once and saved means rescued, physically rescued. Let's so, take an example for that for a second. So say somebody is, I mean, we've talked about healing before. So if, if you are. Well, let me say it like this. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I was a lifeguard in Hawaii when I was in the Marine Corps. God, tough job. I was tough job, right? So we're sitting up there, right? I'm up there, and you, you know, you always get the person that came from like Ohio or Why Michigan you or Ohio. Indiana. Well, what because they're not they're people that aren't used to ocean currents, right? So, like, say they're in the Great Lakes or winning bowl games, right? Or winning bowl games, right? So, there's somebody from that doesn't used to the beach, and they come to Hawaii. Let's say it that way, right? Yeah. Um, it could even be somebody from Florida because they Florida has different rip currents. I mean, Hawaii, True. you're in the middle of the Pacific, man. That's yeah. why they have big surf. But anyway, they so the rip current will like just suck you out. So then I, I would, they would, I would see somebody and I'm like, you could see them when they're, they're playing in the water. You're like, they have no idea what's there. And then they get in the rip current, they get sucked out. So you grab your tube, your fins, you swim out, you get them. And now I have saved them. You physically rescued him Correct. from drowning. Correct. I saved them. So now they come in, well, you know, I got you in time. I don't even have to do CPR or any of that stuff. I don't have to breathe. I'm like, oh, you okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then like, what if two hours, are they always saved? No, I mean, as long as they don't go back out. Right. They, if, unless you learn the rip current, like it literally has happened. Like they get back in and then they get sucked out again. Like you could be, could, now you could do that a hundred times a day. So once they don't know it, so you get playing in the rip current again. Right. You're going to have to get rescued until you learn how to swim in the currents and use the currents to your advantage. Are you following this? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'm thinking like it is a... Because Paul talks a lot. Of, Paul uses the word saved a lot in his in So his though, Yeah. It means yeah. physically rescued, yeah. made whole, saved. Yes. Right. Or and salvation is also another uh, soterio. It's also a, a, a derivative of sozo. Right. And what that, again, what that goes back to is being made whole, complete. Right. Right. Not, not, that has nothing to do with not, you being born again. I mean, I said not, not, not where you go when you die. Right, because people are like, I'm saved from hell. Are you? Were you in hell? Did somebody pull you out of hell? It's like I pulled somebody out of the ocean. They were saved. If you're not in hell, you can't be saved from hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> it makes sense. Right, so sense. a lot of people, they do they, they do the sinner's prayer so they get their fire insurance. And then or they their still golden get, ticket. Right, and they go, well, and then they live like the devil. Well, you know, they got their fire insurance. And so you probably were not born again. You're truly not born again if you don't know that you know that you know. Like, no one could convince me. I don't care if you had some, you know, it doesn't matter who's going to come along and tell me that, you know, I wasn't born again. You couldn't do it. It's impossible for you to convince me that I'm not born again because the Holy Spirit bears witness with my spirit. Right. You know, right. I would never doubted it. Yeah. You doubt your salvation. Salvation is different than being born again. Right. Being born again is just one piece of it. In fact, you can't get the rest of salvation. Really, it's not. Com it doesn't come until you are born again. But you could be physically. I mean, you could. Jesus healed people that did not believe on him. And you could argue that went away and still didn't believe on him. Right, they did. That's yeah. you know there was you know the ten lepers. Let's so not even argue it. The ten lepers. Right. One of them came back. And, and thanked him. He said, where's that? Wasn't 10 or where's the other nine? They just took off. They didn't care anything about Jesus. They didn't follow yeah. Jesus. They were not believers, but they got healed of leprosy gone. So they, they were saved, but they didn't go to, you know, heaven. They weren't new creatures. And in fact, I mean, Jesus, he had, he's, it says he healed everybody that came everybody healed all that were oppressed of the devil. And, and you could look at it. Massive crowds. They're the same ones that were chanting, give us Barabbas and crucify him at the end. Right. That's the same people. It's not different people. 
So no, they you could have physical rescue. God could show up and rescue you physically with healing or provision. You know, the people like, oh God, if you get me out of this jam up and then they don't keep their end of the deal. That's not getting born again. Right. Right. That's you cut it. And then if you got out of the deal, yes, you were saved, but you'll end up right back in it again if you keep making decisions to put you there. Right. Does that make sense? It does. And I think, you know, kind of getting to one of the other questions here is if if you are born again, if you are a new creature, if you have been transformed, mm-hmm. should there be certain signs and behaviors that follow you or that you engage in? And should there be certain things that you don't engage in? And is there a line between those two? And, and kind of where... Does, am I making sense? Is this question helping? Let, yeah, no. let me read it directly. Yeah, go I, ahead. All right. So the, qu- the question is, um, let's see. On the concept of sin, missing the mark, do you believe that practicing a sin shows a person is truly not born again? Like we all will miss the mark, but there seems to be a difference yeah, in so sinning and about- life characterized by sin. Okay, so. Which is a good question. It so is thank a good you question. So, yeah, it is good. And, and I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago that the sin is not not to be confused with the works of the flesh. Remember, the works of the flesh are the results of sin, which were the, the, that list we read in Galatians five: right. adultery, fornication, right, uh, uncleanness, murder. Things that left unchecked, the human body wants to pursue because there's it pleasure. ends up doing it. Because, well, not just because right. there's pleasure, but because it's just easy. Not just because it's easy, it's because you're a two-part being. Okay. Once your spirit died, you go. And that's what happened. Remember, the curse went into the ground with Adam. Almost like it's like na- you naturally gravitate towards those it's things. It's like the evil is, right? It's down yeah. and it's down downhill. Downhill slide, right. gotcha. So you're going to do that unless you remember, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Right. Unless you dominate your flesh and you become spiritually minded, this is what happens is that list in Galatians 5. Okay. Yeah, we'll just, I'll read yeah, it, yeah. You know, talking about it. Well, I'm kind of while, while you're getting there, I mean, th- th- we've been focusing on the path of, of peace with these nine things. This is almost like these these things here we're talking about today are l- almost like lying in wait along the path. Yeah, no, you we, and I were talking, you're a golfer. It's, it's like yeah. the, the sand trap or the bunker right? yeah, on the side of the fairway. If you play fairway. golf, yeah. you got. The fairway, which is where you want to hit the ball off the tee, and lining the fairway, there's rough, there's trees, there's bunkers, there's all kinds of. Or well, if you stuff. want to use the yellow brick road version, this is like the poppy fields, right? Okay, there you go. That's perfect. Let's go with that. Yeah, there, these things are there. These at any point you can turn from the path of of, of peace. This walk walk with God along, you know, the path to our destination. You know, as we're growing from faith to faith. You can decide any minute to, oh, hey, look, a squirrel, and chase right. the squirrel into the poppy sure. field, or hit your and ball I think, into the but, bunker. And I think or, this question uh, is like, what if somebody continually practices? If you're constantly not like living. you just got off the trail, and then you came back on the trail, yeah, right? So you we get off, everybody has that. You get off the trail, and, you're, and you're, you make a habit of living off or off you road. just keep, yeah, you never get back on the trail. Yeah. And you're down in this list of, yeah. right? So if you're in, uh, it's verse 19, it says, now the works of the flesh manifest. There's the work of the flesh when they're shown out. Are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, which means no breaks, idolatry, which is putting, you know, no gods before me. Things have more power in your life than God. Anything that you give more power or precedence, that's idolatry. Witchcraft, which is the Greek word pharmakia or using drugs. Uh, then there's hatred. You <laughs> see a lot of that on social mm. media. <laughs> Variance or being inconsistent, which is the opposite of diligence, which we're talking about the nine things. Right. Uh, emulations, which is rivalry. 
or competing with one another. That's actually a work of the flesh when you're competing. And you could see it, man. You do like the Carolina Clemson game or the Auburn Alabama game or the oh, yeah. Patriots and the Seahawks or whoever, you know, the, the, the rivals. They hate each other. That's a work of the flesh, emulations. Then there's wrath, strife, seditions. Seditions is backstabbing. <laughs> That's an old English word for stabbing somebody in the back. That ever happened to you at work? Someone ever tried to stab you in the back? Maybe you tried to stab somebody back. That's right. a work of the flesh. Heresies. Now, this is an interesting one because when I say heresy, what do you, what do you think of? Oh, I totally blew this before yeah. the show. I, uh, what did I say? I said, I said speaking against God. Right, that's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. So then I said um, speaking untruths or something to that right. effect. So, but it, so, so back, that was totally in the, wrong. back in the day, like during the, <laughs> during the, during the, uh, the, uh, you know, the Spanish inquisitions, right? right? They'd say, you're a heretic, burn them at the stake, right? A heretic is anybody that would, it's really, here's what the Greek word is party divisions. So if you would speak against, that's what the reformation, right? The Protestant church was speaking. It was a party division. There was a group in this, we want to start our own denomination. So we're leaving the Catholic church. So now they're a heretic. Right. And then this group, which was Lutherans, they got together and then someone split off from them and they started like, you know, pre uh, Presbyterian right. or Methodist. Or whatever, and now they're a heretic. Right. So this is what party divisions are. That's what heresies are. It's a work of the flesh just on the same wow. list as adultery and fornication. Now, and clearly, these things are like organized by like top to bottom, worst of. Not so bad. I, yeah, whatever. I don't no, think so. No, no, they're all kind of. Yeah, I think you're, you're telling all, me right. all these are given the same way. Well, let's say let's say this one. So let's say Harris. Let's say they're in the same in in order of bad bad things because adultery okay. was first. But what's after that is envying or ill will, and then murder. Murder is <laughs> Dude, after no party way. division. <laughs> so if you want to do the list, we can do it. I mean, I'm, <laughs> so these you're saying these aren't in just random order. I, yeah, I don't know if they're in random order, <laughs> alphabetical order, whatever. Right? But so then after uh, murders is drunkenness, then revelings, which is just you know hard partying, right? And the such like, right? So this is the list that these are manifest works of the flesh. And then it was said the fruit of the spirit is down in verse twenty two, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, meekness, goodness, faith, humility, and self control, temperance. Right, so that's that's when you're spiritually minded, you will produce the fruit of the spirit. When you're carnally or naturally minded, when you don't, you know, specifically separate the good and the evil thoughts mm. and get rid of the evil thoughts, you will end up on this list. Which is funny because, you know, fornication is any sexual sin at all. It could be bestiality, homosexuality, pedophilia, any sex outside of marriage. It's the Greek word pornea. It's where we get the word pornography from. Right. Um, it's, pornography is sexual imagery, but fornication is any sex outside of marriage between a man and a woman, which is that's adultery is the first one, right? So uh, the, those are, you know what I mean? If People like to put... Oh my gosh, that's so bad. We do. We assign value right. to some over So others. listen, I'm not saying that pedophilia is not bad or bestiality isn't bad. I'm not telling you that. <laughs> what I'm saying is Paul puts it through the Holy Spirit, puts it on the same list as a party division. Democrats versus Republicans is the same work of the flesh as pedophilia is. I didn't say it. The Bible did. Don't get mad at me. Right. So, but we don't, so we try to put a value system on these works of the flesh. Mm. I people, but these I, are all. I mean, this list here. These are all clearly sins, right? No, unless I said this is not the sin. This is this the is work not of the, the sin. So Remember let's talk the about that. sin, and that was like the first one on the list was adultery, right? That was the first one on the right. list. So that's the first work of the flesh is adultery. When do you think the sin happens of adultery? 
Well, uh, in the very act, right? Like the lady was caught, the Pharisees are kind of playing <laughs> peeping Tom. She was caught in the very right? act. Yeah. <laughs> we that's, caught her in the very act. That's the, when you, that's when it's you, it's on come, my that's phone. When, that's when the sin happened. No, that's when the work of the flesh happened. Okay. What does Jesus say? When does the sin happen? I know he talks about this. Um, yeah, because it's in the same story, right? right? Well, Matthew 5. Okay. Matthew 5 and verse 27. So he's talking to them and he's saying, this is like during the, like, the Beatitudes, right? The Sermon on the Mount. Okay. This is, this is his big out. This is, this is his coming out party with the sermons. In verse 27, he said, You have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, this is Jesus talking, that whosoever looks on a woman and lusts after her has committed adultery with her already in wow. his heart. So where does the sin happen is when you begin to play with the imagination. So the thought comes, that chick is smoking hot. I'm not married to her, right? Then you go, no, that's an evil thought. I kicked that out of my, right? Yeah. Good, no, that's not that's not taking me anywhere I want to go. That thought is out. No sin, right? No sin, right? This She's is like sin, hot. no sin game. Right, sin, no right. sin game. Like that chick smoking hot. Man, that's not, that. listen, that ain't for me. No sin. No sin. Oh my gosh, that chick smoking hot. I wonder, you know, does she get her coffee here every day? Because then I'll, make, I'll start getting my coffee here every day. And then maybe, you know, I'll see her and say hi. And then I'll, I'll try and be in her space. And then you know, Jesus said, you start playing with that. You've already committed the sin way back with a second that you didn't say, that's not for me. Right. Because in your heart, you've, you've created a plan. Yeah. You're, it's the you've imagination, right? And you start making decisions that right. take you there. He said, that's when the sin happens. So the sin isn't when you did adultery. The sin's when you started playing with the thought of it. Way back yeah. when you first saw her. You're playing with in the sandbox of your mind. You're yes. just playing around. So I wonder when where this would go. Same thing with like same thing with like uh party divisions. Mm. Same thing with like competition, right? Frenemies or whatever. If you're in competition with somebody, it doesn't have the, the 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 sin isn't when you're like knocking each other out with water bottles or whatever on the you know, the fans are throwing water bottles in the end right that's not when the sin happened that's the work of the flesh the sin happened probably like five decades ago when you started talking trash to each other <laughs> right thinking I can't stand them are you following right. this so this is when yeah. the sin has so this is the the surface we look at this is funny because remember we, we man, invert this totally don't right because man looks at remember when Jesus or God said to Samuel when he was anointing David king uh -huh. man the first one big and strong that got to be it oh God yeah said, look at him look how at can you not turn this guy down right, said, I don't look at the surface I look at the heart heart right so you're looking at people are looking at they're like oh they're you know they're practicing drunkenness they're practicing uh, homosexuality they're practicing uh, you know. Uh, drug abuse. They're practicing. No one says that. murders. No one says I'm practicing. You know, uh, competition or I'm practicing right. party division. No one says that. That's just right. that's just natural just, life right, in America. Right? Yeah. We don't talk about that. Right? Um, <laughs> no one said we look at that and say there's the sin. God said no. That's the surface. That's the surface. But the sin is where way back when you took the evil thought, you took thought saying. Oh, you know, and then you're like, wow, what could, you know, and then you started on that track and you began to build that imagination and movie clip. That's when the sin happened. So you're kind of like saying, like, like the iceberg, that like sunk the Titanic, right? You saw, the guy saw a little, little piece of it. Yes. But what he didn't see was a 90% of it underneath under the, the, right. under the water. Right, and that's where the sin is happening way down. Yeah, there. like so, you imagine like if, if, like if we saw other people the way God can't, like he can look at the heart and you see somebody, you see their life, you see what they're doing. You see their actions, but then, like, what if there was like a little screen above our head that had like broadcast right. all the all the workings of our heart? All the yeah, you know, that's not yeah, right. Like, it we would don't be want that. ten. No, I'm not saying we did. We do. No, I'm just saying that, that, I don't want it. I don't it, want it. Right, but I'm because, saying it would be 
a hundred times worse than whatever little physical act mistake we're making. Right, or even if you were practicing it. You could be practicing drunkenness, right? I mean, you could yeah. be drunk every day. That's not the sin. The sin was way back. And in fact, here's what happens. Once once you get to where the work of the flesh is made manifest, it's it's got you. It has power over you. Mm. That's what addictions are. You can't stop it. You've created in your, and this is what we know from neuroscience, you've, cre- you've gone down that track in your brain so many times that it's now a habit. And so, because that's how God made us, we're creatures of habit. If you point it in the wrong direction, it's going to bring destruction. So, no, you're not saved if you keep, let me say it like this. Someone says, my hand is smashed. And then, could you pray for me to get healed? Sure. And I pray and they get healed. Then they walk away and pick up a sledgehammer and start beating their hand with it again. Mm. Once saved, always saved? Not in this case. Once healed, always healed? No. But does that have anything to do with whether Jesus forgives you or doesn't forgive you? No, it's your own decision, Correct. Right? And then you have to pay the price here on this planet. It has nothing to do with whether you have eternal life or not. Does that I think so. Help? Yeah, I think, what I think else? so. I mean, what else? Well, I mean, I think, I think the... The um, we're getting into the territory where it's like not about necessarily what's right or wrong. We have to we have to be able to move past because there's judgment with right or wrong. And like you said before, that that that's that that sin, yeah, the wrongs if, if were we, taken away. Right, Jesus paid, paid for it. Right, and and he paid for it one time. Right, the one sacrifice, his blood, and it and it did away with it forever. I mean, we've talked about this before, right? Yeah. And he doesn't hold anything against you. Yeah. Um. So, and then it says in Psalm 103 that he remembers our flesh is dust. Remember, the curse went into the ground, and our bodies are made out of it. Right. So you have to get over your flesh. This is why I don't spend a lot of time. If you notice, I don't spend a lot of time talking about sins. You know, I'm not a fire and brimstone guy. Right. I'm not like. And why is that? Because I'm not focused. Sorry, remember wherever you focus. Jesus said that the the eye is the you know the. Oh, let's just look at it. You want to look at that? Yeah, yeah. All right, Matthew. Well, because here's what I'm thinking about. Like we're walking down the path, we're walking with the Lord, and wherever our our eye goes is where we're going to... You're not going to walk where you can't see. Right. And it's just like driving a car, too. You, you, Your body goes, your car goes, wherever you're looking. Yeah. That's, right. why, that's why I distracted driving. You're looking at the text on the screen, and then the car <laughs> goes off the road because you go right. where you're looking. So in Matthew 6, he said this in verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, if your eye be single or your focus, it says in the Greek, be single, then the whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil... Right. So if you're looking at evil things, you're focused on evil things, your whole body will be full of darkness. This is why I don't focus. I don't focus on the sand trap mm-hmm. on the golf course. I don't focus on, right, the, the bad things. I don't focus on sin. Listen, I've never one time, I don't even think about adultery. Today's the first time I've thought about it. I, I, for me, I don't think about it. I don't think about uh, sexual sins. I don't think about murders. I don't think about drunkenness. I don't think about party divisions. For me, I don't even think about those things. I don't focus on them because I'm focused on the covenant. I'm focused on riches, honor, and life. I'm focused on the seven redemptive names of God, mm. right? Jehovah Sikinu, my righteousness. Jehovah Rapha, my healer. Jehovah Ra'a, my shepherd. Jehovah Shama, he's the Lord is present with me. Right? Should we keep going? Mm. Right? I, Jehovah Shalom, my peace. Jehovah Jireh, my material provider. Jehovah Nisi, my victory. My when I'm focused on that. Now, when were what were you thinking of when I was saying all those things? Murders, gossip. No, I was getting images of all the things you were right. saying. This is why I don't <laughs> literally. I don't. I literally spend yeah. no time on sin. Like, yeah. I, like, like, just don't do it. I, here's the thing. 
I, you don't need anybody to tell you when you're messing up, do you? No. None of us do. We already know. I, I don't yeah. need to come and tell you, you're messing up, right? Because I don't need to tell you fast food's bad for it. When you're eating right. fast food, you don't need somebody to tell you. In fact, you get mad if someone did, <laughs> right? So I, I don't, I'm not a fire and brimstone guy. I really don't care about sin. I don't care about the works of the flesh. I care about being spiritually minded so that I have the fruit of the spirit and I want to enjoy all the riches, honor, and life that Jesus paid for me to have. You see, it's where your yeah. focus goes is where your body goes. So I think to kind of circle back here, so what you're what you're kind of getting at is if you are spiritually minded, these are things that, yeah, they're there, but you don't really pay them any attention. Like, and they'll never show when, up in your life right, because, when, again, well, well, this, when I'm driving at? down the road, when I'm driving over to your house, yeah. There's a bunch of other streets I could have turned on. Right. They're irrelevant to me because there's not the one that's going to take me to your and house. And were you tempted like, to go no. down? Like, seriously. Just like I wasn't tempted to, like, go to the side and hit a mailbox. Right. I wasn't tempted to, like, swerve in the other lane and hit a car. Correct. Like, those things are there. It's not even and, in your mind. No. Like, and I could, you, right. But I could easily slip up. I could take my eye off the road. Right. I could look. Oh, I'm going to check the score. I'm going to check what, what's happening on Twitter. I could. Now, those things could get me. Now, when I do that. Right. When I do that. I'm taking my focus off of my target and, in this case, my purpose in driving the car, and I'm shifting my attention to something else. And I kind of feel like in the covenant we do that where it's like we're focused on our – if we have a purpose, we're focused on our purpose. If we have a target, we're focused on that. We're experiencing and – and it's like easy, oh, little oh, squirrel or bright shiny ball, and we're, we're easily distracted. And that's probably, I'm guessing, a symptom of something else. Well, no. I, <laughs> or is it just being human and, and you're, it is. you're listening to you're your always, flesh? Right. And you're listening to your, you're, you have your flesh. You're not going to get rid so of it. So every okay. moment there's a chance to listen to your, like, again, going back to yeah, the course. settling for less, you're, right? You're with this, you're with, you're with you everywhere you go, yeah. right? So you still, sin is in your body because the curse went into the ground and right. your body is made out of dust. If God remembers that. He is not worried about it. Now, so going back to, let's talk about, though, I want to talk about somebody because okay. right? we're talking about, okay, that's great for you, Andrew and Doug. You don't have to, you're not addicted to anything. You don't even think about adultery. You don't, what if you are trapped in it right now? Right. What if you are trapped and you are practicing homosexuality or, God forbid, bestiality or, God forbid, pedophilia or adultery or, or party divisions? Right. Any God of that forbid stuff. that you, you know, have to, you know, fire up my text, you know, line with anti Trump or anti Democrat or anti Biden. God forbid. Right. If you find yourself trapped in that, you can't stop. Because listen, with party divisions is just as much of an addiction as pedophilia is for those people, for people that are pedophiles. They can't help themselves. What's crazy, Same way with the drunks. But what's crazy about some of these things, like you mentioned like the heretic thing and uh, gossiping and these are, is like in our society, at least those are like normal. Yeah, we like we would never put those sin. on the same say, right. list as like That's why when you want to talk about and, sin, I could like uh, blow your mind if you, right. right. <laughs> Because if you really get down to what sin is, is really it's doubting the integrity of God's word or you didn't. Sin is missing the mark. It's literally, think of it, it's an archery term. And God's perfect will is the bullseye, his good will, mm -hmm. right? And then his acceptable will. Anything outside of that is sin. So if you let sick, if you're sick and, you let, and you're not fighting it off, that's sinning. Mm. If every year you get the allergies or the cold and you're not you're not taking the word and you're not using it to run it off and, and by Jesus stripes I'm healed, that's sinning. Mm -hmm. If you want to get serious about sin, like, I don't need to focus on that because everybody is. Well, I think there's can, so many people practicing sin at any Sure, and you can back it up even further. You could say that there's in any given moment 
when a decision needs to be made, and these decisions happen in a blink of an eye, there's two voices you can listen to if you're born again. You can listen to the voice of your spirit, which is usually kind of the small, quiet, still voice, the voice of your conscience, or you can listen to the much louder, much more captivating voice of your body of your flesh lust. That's right that's lust a lust right. so that that's where the it's, it's that in the moment that the, the sin is committed it's you chose the voice of your flesh voice of lust whatever over the voice of your spirit right and we know and we taught of this in the regardless of what the sin the behavior whatever is, it is right you listen to that voice over god's voice yeah the voice of your born again spirit right that's your conscience right <laughs> that's in your conscience. Okay. So I don't know how to make it. We, I don't know if we can make it any more simpler than that, but we're talking about on this walk, staying with him on the path. That, right. That's the key. Right? It is. So let's staying, say you're trapped in it though. Let's yeah. say you are an alcoholic. Right. And I, so and you I'm got off path right. a while back right. and or now you're living, you're, you're living in, in this wilderness kind of. Right. And off you can't get out of it. You hate it. Listen, I know there's no alcoholic I ever met that says, I like this. Right. There's no drug addict that I met. They like it. They, they're, they're trapped. They want to get out. So say you were practicing that, that you're in, you're addicted to that. The the one thing like that, I, you know, I've, I've had clients that are like, I'm like, I'm not set up to do this. What you have to do is get in an AA group right now. Mm. And I would make them go to a meeting and they get what those, the AA does is really great at what they do is they sequester themselves or it says in Romans 13, 14, this is what they do really. It says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 13, 14, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. So, to get out of an addiction and not to even get an addiction, and I do this every day, is I make no provision for my flesh to fulfill the lust. That's what Jesus was talking about with the adultery. You you see the hot chick, right? And she's at the coffee shop. You have to like, I never want to see her again. I'm going to change my patterns to make sure that we don't even run into, if, she, if I feel like an attraction to that, I will not even talk to her. I won't be in her space. I'm going to make no provision for the flesh. I'll mm-hmm. make sure we're never alone together. We're ne- Are you following me? You're not giving yourself an opportunity to Correct. fall in a trap is what Let you're saying. Let me say it easy. Like, I love Oreo cookies. If I, I cannot help myself, I have to eat Oreo cookies. I put peanut butter on them. And I drink a frosty glass of milk. Haven't had it in like 10 years. You know why? I don't buy them. Mm. I make no provision for the flesh because, and everybody that's been on a diet knows this, if there's chocolate cake in your house and you're on the diet and you're eating carrots, you be the, the chocolate cake is going to call to you. It's called lust. But the chocolate cake will be like, Andrew, come eat me. Oreos will be like, Andrew, I'm in here in the cabinet and the peanut butter is right next to me. Come on down. Like it'll be talking. That's the, that's the voice of the flesh, lust, right? Make no provision for that so that you would fulfill that voice of the flesh. So if I don't have any in the house, this is why the first thing, that's what you do in rehab, to dry out. That makes sure there's no provision for the right. flesh, whether it's opioids or, you know, narcotics or it's alcohol, whatever it is when you're drying out, right? So this is the same thing. If you are porn addicted, then get rid, if you cannot, that's why Jesus said, it's better for you to just cut off your arm yeah. than if you can't do it. Cut so, off your internet, right? right? Cut off your internet, yeah. cut off the smartphone. If you can't handle it, get a flip phone. Make no provision for your flesh. That has nothing to do with whether you're born because people who are born again find themselves trapped in this. Mm-hmm. Now, their lives pay a price. There's a consequence, right? There's bad right. things happen. Right. There, there is if not you a smash salvation. your hand with a hammer, right. it will go, hurt. Right. It doesn't mean you're not going to heaven. Right. That's not. You're not saved, though. You're not yeah. rescued. You're still enjoying, quote, quote, the benefits, quote, quote, right. of having your hand smashed with the hammer. Uh, that has nothing to do with your position with God. If you accepted Jesus and you accepted his substitute, then you are born again. So there's a, 
We got to stop wrapping salvation in with being born again. Mm-hmm. You wrap it together and, like that, and it becomes uh, self-righteous, where you have to build your own equity with God based on doing certain things and not doing other things. And we also have to stop wrapping sin and behavior together. Correct. Sin is in way back when you started to imagine you're playing with stuff in your mind. That's sin. Mm. Now, also, here's a couple other definitions for By sin. By playing with, you mean not just like, oh, that chick's hot. You mean, like you were talking about earlier, that you yeah, play you're out playing that with whole, the, Right, you're playing you the movie clip. You put a plan and a right. scheme and you're- Not to say you continue to you're meditate dwelling on, on it, right? you're The movie obsessed. clip, the imagination, right? Right, yeah. You take it further than that chick was hot, then like, oh, that's not for me. That thought- Comes and then right bird makes a nest in your hair. Don't let the thought make it right set up shop. Now it says um, in Romans fourteen twenty three. Here's a definition of sin because people want to know what sin is. It's not the works of the flesh. Remember the works of the flesh were that list of you know adultery, pornography, pornos, you know mm-hmm. fornication uh, and party division. By the way, in case you wanted to know, uh, your competition. I keep saying that one because we actually think that that one's okay. It's not. It's actually above the list on murders. Murders is below it by two. So what did I say? Uh, Romans fourteen twenty three. Yeah. And he that doubts is damned. I'll just back up to verse uh, twenty one. It is good neither to eat flesh nor drink wine nor anything whereby your brother stumbles. You know what? Because I'm going to back up a little even further. Because what he's saying here is that no matter what you do, it's all lawful. Okay. Which you, with these cultural behavioral sins, because you think drinking or drinking alcohol is bad or eating meat from idols is bad, or these are all cultural. And what, again, to back even further, what he, where he's coming from here is because Jesus paid the price, all, everything is lawful. Correct. Right? Everything is lawful. Not everything is profitable or expedient or right. puts us in advantage. None of these things are illegal to believers or sins. Or off limits. Or or off limits right, right, correct. So and so here it is. Let's start in verse 10. Why do you judge your brother or sister? Why do you judge your fellow believer? Or why do you set it not your brother or sister? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. As written as I live, and the Lord says, every knee shall bow to me, every tongue shall confess to God. So every one individual of us shall give an account of himself to God. Let us therefore not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know, this is Paul talking, and I'm persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. What? <laughs> I know I know, and I'm persuaded, says Paul. So Jesus sat down and gave him a sales seminar, right, until he closed the deal on him. He persuaded him. The Lord Jesus himself did that there's nothing unclean by itself. But to him that esteemeth it to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if your brother is grieved with your meat, how you're eating, or how you're walking, you don't walk charitably, destroy them not with how you're eating or how you walk, because Christ died for them. Let not your good be evil spoken of, for the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, equity, riches, honor, and life, peace, quiet prosperity, and joy in the Holy Ghost, calm delight. For he that has these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace 
and the things wherewith we may edify one another, for meat destroys not the work of God. What? Meat destroys not the work of God. All things indeed, how many things? All. How, how many? All things. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eats with offense or perform, partakes, takes the action with offense. It is neither good to eat flesh nor drink wine nor anything thereby where your brother stumbles or is offended or make weak. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. So look, if you, you can have a party division or whatever you want, but have it to yourself. That means you don't put it out on Twitter or mm -hmm. Facebook. You can have your opinion of which party's better, but you don't put it out there and make other people stumble. Oh, I could just spend an hour on that. <laughs> Happy is he that condemneth not himself in the thing that he allows. What? Happy is he or she that does not condemn themselves in the thing which you allow. But he that doubts is damned if he eat, because he eats not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. sin. So what's sin? Anything that's not of faith. Anything that would knock me out of faith. Anything that my conscience would tell me is not pure. Because Paul just said, everything's clean. There's nothing unclean. You could do whatever you want. I'm not Whatever I do, I'm doing it to myself. In my privacy of my home, I'm not uh, putting it out there to make any other brother or sister stumble. And if it causes me to condemn myself, then I stop doing it. Like Oreo cookies are not bad. I'm not telling you they're bad. But for me, eating Oreos is a sin. Mm. Like I'm like literally, that's why I don't you, eat them. You know that you taking that action would be. I haven't had right. Less. I believe yeah. that for me, it's eating sugar. It's condemned. I condemn myself when I eat processed sugar. Right. Like I literally like I feel awful when I eat it. Not like my body feels off. It doesn't feel great, but, ooh, it tastes so good. And then I condemn myself because I know it. it's poison yeah. in my body. Right. So for me, for you, you can eat Oreos all you want. I, I don't keep my kids from eating sugar or sweets or treats or ice cream or dry. For me, I don't eat that. Yeah, but you can sit there and you can watch them. And I don't. And you don't. You're right, not, you're not begrudging out. it. You're no, not, I'm not oh, judging it. You know what that's doing to your body? No. no yeah. Because you, it's their. Yeah. Because this is all individualized. Correct. This is the thing. This is because we, we you have the same spirit on the inside of you as I have in me. And right. your Holy Spirit's job is to convince you of sin. If he's not convincing you, then it ain't sin. So, like, we shouldn't have a, a, a list of things that are acceptable and unacceptable that we go about judging everybody. The, the list here that I just read out of Romans says that it's all it's pure. All, it's all pure. It's all clean. What does it mean in 1412 when he says that everyone should give an account of himself to God? Well, at the end— Because that's been twisted a little bit, yeah. too, right? Or a lot? No, I mean, I, I, I don't know. People are scared of that, but I'm not scared of it. Because also we would know at the judgment seat of Christ, and maybe we could look at this another day. Yeah. Um, but it says that you will, you'll stand before him and all your, your good works— Well, we could look it up. Do you want to look it up? Sure. So what I happens? This kind of, I think this kind of relates and it's kind of tied together with the whole the whole sin discussion. It does. I mean, so, you know. All right. So in 1 Corinthians 3, this is what that, you give an account. So every believer has to stand. I thought well, all the sins were forgiven and everything. Right. It is. But the judgment seat of Christ happens where we all get in front of Jesus. We have to give an account. So in 1 Corinthians 3, and in verse 12, says, uh, Now if any man build upon this foundation, 
gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and that fire shall try every man's work what sort it is. And if any man's work abide that he hath built thereon, he'll receive a reward. And if any man's work shall be burned up, he'll suffer loss. But he will be saved, rescued from fire. So this is what the judgment seat of Christ looks like, is that we'll have to stand there and everything that we did in our life, either good or bad, good or evil, every account. So what's, what's going to happen is we're going to, I see it in my mind as uh-huh. like this conveyor belt, right? Because all that, <laughs> right. here we go. And then you go through this big thing and what comes down is this fire. As you walk, you know, you're walking through it and it's like almost like a metal detector. Yeah. And then fire comes out. Everything that you did, acts of obedience, that's gold and silver and precious stones. Everything that you did was wrong, like the the works of the flesh, right? Yeah. Party division, right? It, it's wood, hay, and stubble. It gets burned off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. So what is left? What's pure. I, that's what I want. I want right. to get rid of the all good that stuff. stuff. So think about this with King Solomon, right? King Solomon. That's why I think about oh, yeah. King Solomon. He's the wisest man that ever lived. At 18, God gives him wisdom, wisdom beyond everybody's in the entire history of mankind other than Jesus. Solomon is the wisest. People are coming, and he's so rich because of his wisdom. He's solving big problems. People are paying him to solve problems. Israel is like the, the pinnacle of their kingdom. He dies at like 56 because what happens when he's in his 30s is he gets off and he starts doing manifest works of the flesh. He's got like 700 concubines and 300 wives, and he's going after strange women, and he's building altars to strange gods to keep his wives and his girlfriends happy. <laughs> right. Do we even remember any of that stuff about No, Solomon? we don't. You know why? Because it got, whoa, the fire get burns off, and what burns off is all that junk is gone, right. and all that's left is the wisdom of Solomon. He built the temple, and he was wise and rich, and, you know, and oh, the that's temple. Really, that's a good point. That's a really good visual. That's what I want, right? Yeah. So I, I can't wait till I get to this judgment, till I give the account, so that that fire burns off everything. Because, listen, no one of us are perfect. We want all that stuff to be gone. So yeah. then my legacy will be whatever my, my gold Silver, the best things right, in your life. And all the yeah. things that'll be left, like Solomon built the temple. He was the wisest yeah. guy ever. We don't think about the other. Are you following me? I hope, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you took a second to do yeah. it because I, I feel like that's something that people fear. No, I don't. I, I can't wait to get it because then you, what it is is you're, it wipes out everything that you don't want to remember about yourself, right. which God already said he did it, but then he's going to do it for you because you remember it. God doesn't remember what you did. <laughs> right, but we do. But you remember it. Right. So when you get to give the account, then he, you know, the fire is going to get rid of it, and now you won't even remember it because it won't even exist anymore. He wipes it from existence, anything that is not those acts of obedience, the things that are on the good list, which I cannot wait for that to happen. Right, right. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. That's, um, I, hope, I hope that helps. Um, you know, I know, I know that there's, again, a lot of misconceptions about that sort of thing. So we were in... Romans, Romans 10, 14, 14, 10. 14, yeah, yeah. 14. I was just going to go through anything else that kind of jumped out. I know there were a few other things. Um, so don't judge one another, but also don't put like a stumbling block. So right. say um, if like you and I are hanging out and... Well, you can even back like, it up. So if you could even like at the beginning of the chapter, right? Just read Romans 14 and meditate on this yeah. stuff, right? So, him that is weak in faith, receive, but not to doubtful disputations. I'm not going to argue with you. You have doubt about like, listen, I, I don't drink alcohol personally. I never right, have. Right. But I don't, I mean, my wife does. I, I'm not going to be just because, and I don't, it's not that I'm weak in faith. I just don't, I don't do, But if somebody was weak in faith, we wouldn't drink in front of them. I wouldn't let her drink. Right. 
but I'm also not going to have an argument about whether alcohol was sin or not. <laughs> Jesus right. turned water into wine. Right. Clearly not. But what you're saying is in that case, say you have somebody over that that is a believer, but maybe they're 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 newer well, if to the they faith, were, or they were an alcoholic. They, right. I'm not going to break out the alcohol. I'm not going right. to right. I'm you're not going to cause them to stumble. Going to act proper. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and treat treat them how you'd want to be treated if you were in yeah. that position. Yeah. That seems that seems uh seems very reasonable. Right. So he that he. For one believes that he could eat all things, and another one is weak and only eats herbs, right? So some think, well, I can eat this meat that was a sacrifice to the idols in the temple. And the other one's like, I can't, so I'm going to be vegan. Okay. I mean, or, you know, I'm, yeah. I, that's fine. Then if you come over for dinner, I'm not going to serve you steak. You're only a vegan. I invite you to dinner. I'm serving salad. Are you following this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you. I'm okay. With you. So it says, so let him that eats despise not him that eateth not. And let him that which he is not judge not. The, so, Lisa, we don't, this is the thing. I ain't mad about you whether you are a vegan or not, and I don't judge you. Don't judge me because I'm eating meat. And don't judge my wife because she's drinking an alcoholic drink. And I'm not judging you because you don't. And don't judge me because I'm not. Are you following? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She says, so who are you to judge another man's servant? To his own master, he stands or falls. So who's our master? Jesus. So you, I'm, Jesus is my master. He'll, I, what I have to do, I take it up with him. It ain't none of your business. Yeah. And I know this is messing with a whole lot of what a, there was like a show on TV called like the Southern whatever. Uh, they were all in it. It's gossip. That's what's going on in church. Everybody's in everybody else's business. It's nobody's business. Yeah. So he shall be holding up for God is able to make him stand. One man esteems one day above another and another man esteems every day alike. Like that's me. I, I don't, Christmas, Easter, whatever. I don't care. I mean, I've been deployed all over the world. Every day is a day. I, every day is the Lord's day for me. I right. don't care about Sunday and we have to have the Sabbath. And I, he says, man, if you don't find, but if other people do, I don't mess with them. Like they, Easter is a holy day for them and they go get ash on their, and then, and then Lent. And then there's other people that Christmas is in Christmas Eve and that the, they keep the Sabbath. Fine. I don't judge you for that. Don't judge me. I don't, I'll be cutting my grass on Easter. It doesn't matter to me. Right. right. This is what this is saying. Right. You, so it's all individualized. Very much so. So, so stop with the checklist and stop trying to like, oh, give me a list where I could stay inside maybe, the boundary. Maybe look in the mirror more than looking out the window to see what somebody else is doing. Right? Yeah, look I ain't worried about what somebody else is yeah. doing. Right? Just stick with your own life. Yeah. But that's when Jesus was talking about, you know, you know, get stop taking the splinter out of your, you know, brother's or sister's eye when you got the telephone pole stuck in your eye. Right? The beam and the moat. Yeah. To use King James. This is, I mean, this is easy. And here's how it's easy. Mind your own business and I'll mind mine. Mm. I'm not worried. I, I honestly, if you tell me you're born again, I don't, fantastic. I'm, we're, if you, if you, and if, but if you're living like sin I, and you say you're born again, it's not, a, I don't or whatever, man, it's not my business. You're the one that's going to have to give account to God. There's ministers that rip people off. We know that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, you know what? I don't like it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not out protesting outside their house and I'm not writing blogs about that. <laughs> I'm not preaching against them. I don't like their behavior, but they got to give their own account to God. Not yeah. me. I have to give it. Listen, I got enough to worry about with me. Right. I'm, I, you know, I keep my, <laughs> I'm, I'm fulfilling my purpose. Are you following this? Yeah. Basically stay in your own lane. Correct. Yeah. I ain't worried about what, you, you know, run your own race is run what it says. Race. Right? Right. You run your race. Yeah. Right. That's why competition is such a work of the flesh. Stop looking at what somebody else is doing. Well, it does go back to do like, what are you, again, what are you focusing on? If, if your focus is singular on, 
your target and your God-given purpose and you're, and you're focusing on right. executing that every day, not only do you not have time for anything else, but you don't literally have the, the, the capacity. I don't have the mental bandwidth right. to be worrying about drunkenness right. or... Well, and it goes back to like our first three things on the, on the, on the list of nine things. Being dil- what are we being diligent at? Are we being right. diligent in our covenant? Are we being diligent or commit to ourselves? Are we being diligent to commit to our families? Or are we being diligent to what the neighbor's doing? Are we being diligent to what those folks, those Democrats or those Republicans are doing? Or the people on Facebook? Or right. you know, what what are we what are we spending our or, time and attention doing? And then the next thing, um Faith. Is faith right, is is like think about like our wh- the things we believe, do we really believe the things we say? Be being believing. Because if I right. be being believing that Jesus is, is is enough, I don't be being worrying about whether somebody else is gay or not. Right. I don't care. Right. Or if somebody's like not going to the right church or not going to any church or they're right. not saved or they're, you know I what mean, I mean? Like, I don't care if you're drunk. Just don't be on the road while I'm driving. Right. right. I mean, as long as you, I don't care. I honestly, it's none of my business and it's none of my, and it's not my job it's the Holy Spirit's job to convince people where they're messing up. It ain't my job to convince you you're messing up. That's why I don't preach about it. It's none of my well, business. Right. And then adding to that, it takes valor to live like that when the rest of majority, not majority, but a lot of a lot of religious Christianity is focused on looking out the window and not in the mirror. You right. know, it takes valor to have confidence in in being diligent and having faith and living the life, the way that Paul is talking about here in, in running your own race is, it's very easy to get sucked in again, without a spiritual mindset, sucked into that. Yeah. With carnal, gossip and all that yeah, other stuff. Absolutely. And it's right it's down easy to end up on absolutely. that list. It's a downhill slide. So backstabbing you know, and yeah. Yeah. Being inconsistent and all right. All that. And we didn't even, there's one I would, I do want to hit because this is what blows everybody out of the water, but that one uncleanness at the top. Oh yeah. That's a good, there's one. adultery, fornication, uncleanness. Now, I, I want you to look in uh, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians All right. 4.7, because people don't know what uncleanness is. And it's up there, you know, it's right after, like, porno, right? Porno right. and after adultery. You want to read it? For God has not called us to uncleanness, but holiness. Ah, uh, so the opposite of uncleanness is what? Holiness. Right, so in a lot of, there's a lot of... Uh, misunderstanding about what holiness is. Oh, here's all holiness is. is Sanctified, and sanctified means set apart, set apart for a single purpose. So we have a holy Bible, Mm. right? Holy Bible. Bible means a book of books. Right. Holy means it's devoted to a single purpose, God's purpose. Sanctified, set apart. So I imagine like if I, when I was a kid, I went out and then I got uh, at like a yard sale, a box, a shoebox full of baseball cards. Mm. Back in the day when I'm going through now, if I had found Babe Ruth's rookie card, what would I have done to that card? You set that one aside. I would have sanctified that yes. card. Yes. And it would have been set up on my shelf, and it would be devoted to a single purpose of being displayed. Right. That's what holiness is, devoted to a single purpose. Right. God's purpose. You were called to a purpose. That's why I remember your call, gifts and callings without repentance. You're called for a purpose. Not to un- uncleanness is that you've diluted your purpose or you've contaminated your purpose or you're not even living your purpose. This is the manifest works of the flesh. So my toothbrush is holy. Mm. It's devoted to a single purpose. Brushing, of brushing your teeth. my teeth. Right. 
That's it. Right. If I touched the toilet with my toothbrush, does that make the toilet holy? <laughs> Not at all. But does it make my toothbrush unclean? Yes, sir. Are you following <laughs> yes, this? Yes, sir. This is a, so if you, and this is where most of Christians have no idea what their purpose is. What did God call you to do? What's your purpose? It's not just to get up every morning and go to work and make a paycheck. It's not just to survive. Right. It's not just to watch college football in the week. It's not just to, you know, get, get better stuff. What is your purpose? It's, it's not just to like arrive safely at death and get to go to heaven. Go to heaven. No. And if you're not fulfilling that purpose, this is uncleanness. It's it. So if you want to, <laughs> somebody who, this is most Christians, we're worried about somebody who's practicing homosexuality, but most Christians are practicing uncleanness. And they don't even realize don't it. Don't even know it. They couldn't tell you what their purpose was, but they're not fulfilling it. God didn't call you to that. He called you to fulfill the purpose he created you for. So if you don't know what it is, you're on the same list. And if you want to put, you know, uh, you know, it's after all the sexual sins. It's right up there. There's adultery, pornea, all the sexual sins, and you not fulfilling your purpose. It's all the top three. If you want, if you want to go, you know, and put, you know, a measuring stick on it. Mm. So that's why I don't focus on that stuff. I focus on what my purpose is and having a spiritual mindset and living in the covenant. And then I don't even worry about these other things. They don't show up. Would it be fair to say for someone that's like still struggling, maybe to get what their purpose is that by walking with God, doing the nine things from second Peter that 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 experience will lead you to a purpose to discovering a purpose it should yeah because the next thing on the list which we were you know we didn't talk about today but is knowledge knowledge right right so and 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 this is a huge piece of the see all of us when we were when god created us he knew us from the womb he created us a certain way he wired us if you will for a certain mm -hmm. thing you love golf mm -hmm. me not that much right you're wired to love golf you can't, you don't even realize it, but God, when God created you, golf was part of the wiring. Hey, let's put golf in here. Right? Yeah. And that's part of your purpose and you're fulfilling that. That's a right. big part of what you do mm -hmm. with the junior golf. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's a huge part of your purpose. You've right. discovered that, but it wasn't like, oh, it, I have to f get in my prayer closet and find, how, how hard was it for you to figure out that you, that you were wired to love golf? It just, Kind of it's what you do <laughs> right. when you're on the golf course everywhere. Like, so, right. you know, it, it's, this isn't hard that you've been, like, for, for me, I've been wired, like my whole life has been to try and get control of my body, mind, and emotions. How mm -hmm. can I get the most out of this machine? My whole life. Cause I was a fat kid in high school and I always lived in fear and anxiety, right? Got bullied. I didn't want to live like that. So the first thing I did is I joined the Marine Corps and learned how to get my body mm -hmm. under. And so I started to dominate that. This is mental toughness. My whole life is this. I've been wired. I'm wired for it. It's what, so what is the thing that you're wired? What is your favorite? Like, you didn't have to tell me what my favorite is. No one had to tell you golf's your favorite. Right. You did, you, you picked it. It's already, it's wired into you, right? So what is your thing? What is it that you, your favorite thing to do? Right. This is, it's a clue when you get the knowledge of what your favorite thing is to do. That's a clue to what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing, and I feel bad because we focused for an hour on like works of the flesh and sin, and we got three minutes on this. This is where we should be focusing all the time. Mm. Well, I, and again, I think today was about acknowledging what's off the path. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's we're not, not we're there. Not, we're not yeah. ignoring it. We're not saying it's not there, but th it is what it is. We've discovered it today. We've discussed it at length. 
our focus going forward is going to be the path, <laughs> because right? We don't want to go off into these into the, yeah. into these you know don't crazy hit in the places. sand trap. Where's the ball going in the right. sand trap? Right? Exactly. So it's yeah. there. I'm not saying the sand trap's not there. I did not deny that it's there. What I want to do is get the ball on the green and get the ball in the hole. Right. I'm focusing on my target. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Cool. Well, this has been a good discussion. Thanks for uh, allowing us a little detour today. We thank you for the question. And if you have a, have others, uh, hope today helped. Um, but if you have questions, send them to logosuncovered at gmail.com. That's logosuncovered at gmail.com. And for Andrew Whitman, I'm Doug Brown saying thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.